We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. GWG5640 says, I think our defense can rattle Sanders. Yeah, Shadur Sanders is going to be a super fun matchup to watch here for Oregon fans going into week four. You know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I think a lot of people can agree that there's a much more excitement around that Oregon versus Colorado game next week than the Hawaii game tomorrow. Sanders is off to a really solid start, throwing for six touchdown passes and 903 yards through the air in just uh in just two games against TCU and Nebraska so he's off to a really hot hot start six foot two 215 pounds and he can also run the ball but really hasn't done a whole lot running the ball he's been sacked 11 times already so far in 2023 so I think that would definitely point to to Oregon's favor from an offenses versus defense standpoint they've already faced some good quarterbacks in uh, Tyler Shuck last week with Texas Tech. So I think Oregon's defense, I'm not going to say that they can rattle Sanders necessarily. I'm not going to predict that. But I think they're a very capable defense when it comes to the matchup between Colorado's offensive line and Oregon's defensive line with guys like Jordan Birch, Brandon Dorless, Mateo Uyunglele, Popo Amavai, Taki Taimani had a couple of good moments last week against Texas Tech. So there's so much potential. Tony Barber says Oregon versus Colorado going to be huge on TV. Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Couldn't agree more. Um, They do get a primetime slot. Oregon does for their game against Colorado. That kickoff is going to be at 1230, um, I believe. Yeah, 1230 Pacific on ABC. So they're going to have a bunch of eyes on them. I think that that game is going to draw some serious numbers just with the history of of Oregon football, the excitement around Oregon football right now, and just all the energy that Dan Lanning has these fans just super, super stoked with. It's going to be another good test for this defense, right? A a talented quarterback, a dual threat caliber guy, Um, Travis Hunter, right? Travis Hunter against Troy Franklin. I think I saw a tweet about that matchup earlier today. Uh, Troy Franklin could possibly be there's certainly a stake to be made an argument to be made for Troy Franklin being the best wide receiver in the Pac-12 this is a a conference that's loaded with good wide receivers right you have Mario Williams at USC Dorian Singers at USC gotta talk about Jalen McMillan and Roma Dunze out at Washington Um, so there's definitely some some big names Jacob Cowing over at Arizona just so many talented guys 
at wide receiver. And then Colorado has Travis Hunter going both ways, but I'm super excited to see what Troy Franklin can do in that matchup against, uh, against Travis Hunter, assuming that that's going to be the guy that matches up against him in week four, when the buffs come to Eugene. All right, we're back. Let's see what other questions we have. Um, in the live chat, getting a lot of them here. Maybe, maybe you guys can put an MB in front of the the mailbag question, just because I'm scrolling through these live and um, trying to keep up with it as best as I can. Um, so let's see what else we got here. All right, um, you can also put your get your question pushed to the top of the list with a super chat. Um, I do these live streams and, you know, like I said, come at you guys five times a week. So if you wanted to support the channel with a super chat, always appreciate that. Um, let's see what else we got here. Another one from Andrew. I honestly would rather have Oregon versus Colorado be a game day than Oregon versus USC because I would love to see Danny boy humiliate Dion talking about Dan Lanning versus, uh, versus uh, Dion Sanders. Yeah, I think, Another thing with this matchup that is just getting totally blown out of proportion is Dan Lanning's comments at Oregon Football Media Day back in August, or maybe it was late July. Excuse me, but he was asked about Colorado's move to the Big 12, and he was saying that they haven't done anything in the Pac-12. And again, those comments were talking about what Colorado's done before Deion Sanders was hired, before 2023. And that was completely factual. So I don't, it's really getting annoying. And I know we're just going to get it even more next week to, to see some people leaning into this drama about, um, you know, Dan talking smack essentially about Colorado, which didn't happen. I mean, I guess he did talk smack about Colorado, but it was for what they've done before Dion even set foot on campus. So everybody needs to relax. But I think that game day would be a really fun selection. But Seeing that they, they have Colorado and Colorado State this week, I highly doubt that they're going to be coming out to Eugene next week for that game. Darius P. says, Breland said that if he decides to stay out west, Oregon will be his choice. It depends if he wants to stay close to home or not. Yeah, I mean, Oregon is the only West Coast school that's still in the running for Breland right now with, with Georgia and Miami being the other finalists right now. Um, I think that he, he ne isn't necessarily – uh, loving interviews right now. And I can't blame him. You know, these top recruits get people blowing up their phones all the time, trying to ask for some of their time. So um, I know that some people took that quote that I got from him just as asking about Oregon. And he was saying that that would be his home on the West coast. So this is a, a situation where distance definitely favors Oregon, but we know that's not the end all be all because they were a finalist for Nate Frazier and, and he decided to, set up shop in Athens and take his commitment all the way across the country to, to SEC, to the SEC. So I think that that is probably a little bit of a factor here, but I don't think that you can under, under, uh, you shouldn't underestimate Dan Lanning, Tosh Lapoy, Tony Tuioti in this recruitment. Um, Tony Washington is also on the staff for Oregon, former linebacker uh, slash defensive lineman for the Ducks. He's from the Southern California area, so that just further strengthens their ties into the Southern California area. I'm not trying to say that Georgia isn't going to get Breland. That's not what I'm saying, but there's one thing I can say with almost some absolute certainty. 
Oregon has stronger ties into the Southern California area than Georgia does. Is that going to be what pushes them over the top? Possibly. I don't know. But I think that's one thing that I've definitely learned since I moved out here and just got a better feel for, for Oregon staff is that they have 100% prioritized the Southern California area. I mean, that's a huge part of the reason that I moved out here, right? I've told you guys that before, but they have some seriously strong ties to Southern California, to the state of California, even when you're looking at a guy like Tosh Lapoy, Demetrius Martin is another Southern California guy, Rashad Wadud, another Southern California guy who uh, is spoken of very highly in the Southern California area. You know, the more and more I've gotten out to schools, spoken with coaches, players, parents, Wadud always comes up. So cannot tell you guys how, how big of a role he has in the Ducks and their efforts on their recruiting trail in Southern California. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Eric is here. He's a regular. He says, quack, quack. What's going on, Eric? Thanks for tuning into the show. Um, Up the Sco says, I think if Lanning keeps showing recruits, if you're good enough, you're old enough, will show true freshmen that they have a chance starting. This is an awesome point. I love this, this comment because that was one of the things that I was the most excited about watching that game against Texas Tech. Sure, it was a a little bit of a, a heart attack at times, you know, not the cleanest performance for the Ducks, but to be watching the Ducks on the national stage on a Saturday playing a huge game in the Lone Star State in a hostile environment, and I'm seeing guys like true freshman Mateo Uyunglele. I don't know if he started, but he got a ton of reps and will probably be a starter sooner rather than later. I mean, let's let's just let's just put this into context here. You guys Kayvon Thibodeau was the number one player in the country when he committed to Oregon in the 2019 class, but he didn't really carve out a meaningful, significant, eventually a starting role until like the back quarter of the 2019 season. And Mateo Uyunglele 
has played two games for the Ducks, and he's quickly making the case, hey, I'm too talented for you to keep me off this field. He's not saying that, but that's what his play is saying. He's showing that, like this comment says, true freshmen have a chance at starting. He played for one of the best programs in the country, got coached incredibly well. There was some similarities between that St. John Bosco defense and the Oregon defense. That's kind of what's come up in a lot of these interviews that I've done with guys that Oregon is recruiting at Bosco with Mateo himself, with Peyton Woodyard, who's a, a 2024 safety committed to Alabama. So if you're good enough, you're old enough is absolutely true. And it's not even true just for the defensive side of the ball. You saw Mateo and you saw Blake Purchase getting some really good playing time uh, early on. You saw Tatum Tuioti, uh, a guy that I think was really severely underrated coming out of uh, high school, played obviously in Nebraska when his dad was coaching there. And then Tony Tuioti joins the Oregon staff and and he moves to, to play over at Shel- Sheldon where the Herbert brothers played. But it's not just on defense because it was crunch time for the Ducks last week when they were mounting their comeback against the Red Raiders. And Iapani Laulaulu was getting some really good playing time at guard. I want to say it was right guard, but that that was awesome too because when when you're in a situation like that, you obviously know, I don't think any coach is going to do this, but you know that Dan Lanning isn't putting that guy into the game. He's not putting Iapani into the game just to be like, oh, hey, let's show that, uh, let's show these recruits that true freshmen play. No, he's there because he's shown it. There was a bunch of buzz around him in fall camp and, and early on in the season. And then now you see him on the field making plays and um, he's going, you know, competing for snaps against some really talented linemen like Junior Angelau, like Steven Jones, who's been at Oregon for a long time. So I'm not trying to slight those guys at all. I'm just saying that Iapani is making a statement that he could potentially be a mainstay in that offensive line. And it's like Lanning's been saying, if you're good enough, you're old enough. So stars don't mean anything once you get to the college level. Age doesn't mean anything when you get to the college level. If you can play, you can play, and they're going to put you on that field. So definitely, definitely fired up about that one. Oh, we got a super chat. We got a super chat in... uh, in today's show, I'm trying to click on it. Can I get to it? Can I get to it? I don't know why. Oh, there we go. From Mikey G. Mikey G with the $10 super chat saying, Mahalo, Max. Appreciate you hitting the trail and keeping us informed all year. Let's go. And then we got a bunch of duck emojis. Uh, Mikey G has been there from the beginning. Um, haven't had the the chance to meet him, unfortunately, but I know he's a uh, He's over on Ryan Winter's channel a lot, Sports Chat 503, so I get to hear you guys when I tune in every now and then. Um, but Mikey G is doing some great stuff too. I think I see him doing some of the the video editing, kind of just doing some player profiles, player previews, and and Mikey G has been one of my supporters uh, from, from the earlier days, you know, before I was even in Eugene, I want to say, or maybe once I just got to Eugene, but greatly, greatly appreciate the, uh, the super chat from, from you, Mikey. Definitely fires me up to see people, um, you know, give those and and then to your to your point about hitting the trail, I I think that's something that I'm really passionate about and it's something that I really enjoy. Kind of what a way I can set myself apart. I try to go to the top game in Southern California every single week, sometimes even two games per week. I saw Achilles Smith Jr. out in San Diego last week, and then Michael Van Buren against Bosco as well. So I'll be at Sierra Canyon uh, against Orange Lutheran tonight. 
Sierra Canyon has some really good wide receivers in Xavier Jordan, who's committed to USC, and then Quasi Gilmer as well, who's committed to UCLA. So definitely some big time talent on the under the Friday night lights. All right, what else do we have here? Trying to get to these questions as quickly as I can. Let's see what else we got. Okay, okay, what do we have here? Gosh, you guys are blowing up the live chat. I appreciate it. Uh, Christopher, this is a question I wanted to get to. Christopher ask, Mac, asks, Max, what's your score prediction for tomorrow? 52 to 24 Ducks. So it looks like Christopher's got the Ducks hanging a 50-piece on the Rainbow Warriors. Um, I, I have a little bit of a bigger prediction for this game in terms of a margin of victory. I have Oregon winning this one 59 to 17. Um, I think that Bo Nix accounts for four touchdowns. I think that Noah Whittington and Bucky Irving each find the end zone themselves. And then Oregon will probably get out to an early lead and get some of those backups, some of those rotational pieces into the game. So my prediction for tomorrow's game is uh, 59 to 17. I think uh, that this is going to be uh, a pretty, pretty easy win for the Ducks. Uh, Lobo 50 says the Ducks should have hired primetime. Uh, wow, that would have been an interesting one. I, I just don't think that that's a hire that Rob Mullins would have made. I think he he wants a guy that is a little bit more proven. And that's not to say that Deion Sanders isn't proven, but he was coaching at Jackson State. And we know that the caliber of talent out there, the caliber of opponents isn't the same. Um, as what you're seeing in the Pac-12 and in some of these other Power 5 conferences. And I think that with with Dion becoming the head coach at Colorado, I think it just had to be it had to be the perfect the perfect uh, storm or the perfect situation. Colorado was was down bad obviously, and I think they were just looking to do anything they could to to breathe some life back into that program and then that opening Dion being open to coaching there and um, the the name, image, and likeness era of, of college football just allowing the tremendous amount of resources to be poured into that program. I think that that is probably what led to Dion becoming the head coach there. I, I don't think that it necessarily would have been as much of a fit at Oregon um, if, if the Ducks went after uh, if the Ducks went after Coach Prime. But I'm happy they got landing. I'm super stoked with what he's doing for the program. Um, both on the field and, of course, on the recruiting trail. 